Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smodcoast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Smodcoast Morning Show Tuesday Left Coast Edition. That is how I come back from vacation. Missing the queue, screwing it up. This is Marty, your solo host for now. We'll see what happens later on. Um, uh, happy summer, everybody. We're deep in the middle of June gloom here in Los Angeles. That's your weather report for today. Uh, Emily is unable to make it today. I don't think it's anything to do with her health. I think her health has been improving. For those of you who are concerned, Dan is back at work on um, iZombie. I think that's what it's called. Um, so he's back up in Vancouver, Canada, plugging away, fighting the fight. And um, Bill is on vacation. I think he's living off of his... He's writing the, uh, the, the press tour for uh, Jersey Boys as band, mem- band member number three, I think it was. And uh, Kruger might come by, and then we might have another guest. We'll see what happens. Uh, so, sorry we had such a long break. I had a, a 10-day cruise uh, with my family, my parents, my sisters. A lot of old people, a lot of food, a lot of old people, a lot of food. And I saw a glacier. Two glaciers, so that was really fun. Uh, but it's great to be back. I don't know why my voice is sounding so raspy. I guess it's because I haven't spoken in two weeks, so it's out of disuse. Um, for those of you who might, by chance, be listening for the first time, uh, we are a same, or I guess I am a uh, semi-comedic podcast who comes on semi-regularly on the Smodco Network. Uh, thank you for Will Wilkins for uh, getting us back on the air. And hello to Chris and Renee and uh, let's see who else is there. Tyson. Oh, if you want to follow along with us, you can tweet live at New... Or if you're potting, you can do that too, at Nooner Dan Marty. Or you can email us for the mail sack at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And then there's a Tumblr. That's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Uh, that's manned by Tyson and Darren. And... Um, Oh, and Tyson's asking about Skype. I have not uh, figured out how to fix that yet, um, but keep bugging me, and I will work it out uh, because we do want to get um, listener calls in because that's fun. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm, we might just we'll figure something out. Um, okay, I bore everybody at the beginning with uh, news, and uh, oh, Jade Lynn there's a uh, great red shift, and Darren. Husted from Wolf Amsterdam. Okay, so the, of course the big news is, um, uh, well, there's the World Cup, which is great. Sorry, England, um, USA, USA. And then, of course, Iraq. So Iraq is big on the news. Um, for those, I mean, obviously everybody knows in 2002 we invaded Iraq with the intent to stop Saddam Hussein from using his uh, supposed cache of weapons of mass destruction supposed to be quick and easy, supposed to be cheap, and uh, we were supposed to be welcomed as liberators. And then we were there for, what, uh, 11 years? Didn't turn out like that. There were no WMDs, and the Iraqis kind of hated us. And the mission became uh, one of spreading democracy then, instead of uh, uh, finding weapons of mass destruction that were never there. 
so then, like, then the goal was okay. We're, we we start uh, spreading democracy in the Middle East by creating it in Iraq, and then it'll spread like a, a, a cancer through all the Middle East. Um, and it didn't quite happen that way. Um, so in two thousand four, Larry Diamond, he was this uh, politics professor at Stanford. He he gave this speech about the requisite prerequisites for democracy, and just chime in anytime you want. Um, uh, <laughs> So one of them is a political system for uh, basically free and fair elections, and then the active participation of people, uh, the citizens, um, in politics and civil life, and then protection of human rights of all citizens, and then a solid rule of law. And when we went there and set up these elections, we did not ensure those four things were in place. Am I right? Absolutely. Oh, my God. What was that? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I, uh, you were really just going to do this alone? Sure. I just walked in and I thought, oh, he's, yeah, he was, he's talking to someone. And as I came around the corner, there was no one where someone should be. And I thought, oh, he's just going to... Well, I, I guess you could get your point across and there'd be no no-ends. Oh, my God. It would be so incredible to have nobody like shit on my half-baked Yeah, ideas. maybe this is your uh, spinoff podcast where you're just like, <laughs> you just, I just talk. Alone in a room. Yeah. Do you know, you realize you're a man alone in your house talking with yeah. two dogs. Yeah. And they and, don't and, listen. And they you can be heard outside, so. Oh, well, yeah. No, everybody already thinks of the weirdo in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, it's solidified. <laughs> that's awesome. I think, oh, he's got a guest and he's talking. Nope. Nope. It's just, just me. Hey, it's Kruger, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Um, but anyhow, those four prerequisites for, for democracy. And we didn't ensure any of those things were there before we threw, uh, we held those elections, or they held those elections. They didn't, there wasn't the protection of human rights for all citizens. Uh, there wasn't a strong rule of law. And, uh, you know, women are, are not a protected class there. Um, and, but, the most important thing is we had the elections. People had their, their ink-stained fingers, and the, the oil companies got their oil. That's the big thing, right? At the cost of 4,000 dead Americans. Oh, there's Iraq you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, I, was, ten, I, 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 I missed the, uh, the lead-in. Yeah, and hundreds of thousands of, of Iraqis. Who are oh, yeah, Iraq's a mess now. Yeah, well, okay. so, okay, so now, now uh, because we left there, the, the Sunnis um, are taking over again. ISIS. Uh, ISIS. Yes. What a cool name. Yeah. It, it, it really just pops. It does. It, it seems like the, the, a Bond villain, right? Like well, a, isn't that the Archer's company, ISIS? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was, people were talking about it, and I thought, are they talking about Archer? And they went, oh, right. There's, <laughs> oh I, I, I care more about Archer than. Do you think than, these Arabs are like, oh, we named it so badly? <laughs> or are they, they're big Archer fans. <laughs> they're big Archer. Oh, we pulled one over on the yeah. Americans. Uh, I like Wilford, but Archer kick ass. Okay, we take a week. <laughs> we ride. <laughs> I, I like Wilford, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like Wilfred, and what does Wilfred. ISIS stand for? Does anyone? It's know? Islamic states of uh, I don't Iraq. Care. I, you know Syria. what? It, I lost it now. I just like ISIS. It sounds like a uh, Babon bad guy yeah. company thing. Yeah. It sounds like you know ISIS is making a move. Bond, what are we going to do? Right. That was my James Bond character. So they have just been sweeping in there uh, with just. Just brutally... They're efficient. Like, very efficient. We should have they, sent them into New Orleans after the... Uh, seriously. Drop like, some terrorists in there. They, they're directing traffic. They've slaughtered people that they suspect of being Shiites. Oh, dear. They've... Uh, um, and Shiites. And then they... But at the same time, they've been 
also putting in infrastructure. Now, now you say slaughter. They're not harvesting them for food. I mean, they're killing people. Oh, yeah. You're slaughtering. Yeah, you can uh, slaughter. Yeah, but I think of an animal and I think they're eating Shiites. How would one cook? Oh, we can't talk about food. I'm on a cleanse. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll that's, get, we'll get that's to that. That's our two. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, the Middle East is fucked up. Well, okay. So then you know, all the pundits are coming out and saying, well, you know, we shouldn't have left Iraq. We, we left it prematurely. Like Even Dick though, Cheney? He's like now Dick, a pundit? The Dick Cheney who put in, he and George Bush put in the, an agreement that we would be out by then, have zero military uh, left there. That was a condition that he was... I'm telling you, my idea from whatever a couple of years ago when you when I came on is so brilliant. When you become president, you have full okay. powers at, for four years, and at the end, you go to prison, unless the uh, the uh, the population votes you out of prison. So they they should just be in jail because they're they're criminals. Oh, Bush and Cheney, yeah, yeah, which, which is fine, but you, that they're they're just businessmen that get into office and and reap benefits of being in office well okay so yes th that's true and, and they did create this mess that is in iraq but so now it's a mess again of sorts but isn't this good for the democrats because now there's going to be another war there and hillary has got to be yeah, elected because exactly. she's a hawk well, are we supposed to so we're sending a few hundred people in there and they're they're supposed to basically coordinate airstrikes freelancers no no no, no. The, um, advisors advisors i like freelancers um, they went on Craigslist. Hey, <laughs> no experience, necessary. no experience necessary. We're dropping you into the Mesopotamia. Uh, and basically what it is, is there's a huge religious war there and we're trying to get in the uh, Middle East. Uh, yeah. What? Right. So why, why do we care about a religious war? Like it, it it's that we cannot, there's no political argument that we can make to make it better. It's all religious. So um, there, the, Solution is not to f continue to fight the war, but it's to go back to those four p tenets of of, uh, of um, democracy and create a society that has equal rights. And that, that's a very high, high-minded, very aspirational sort of uh, idea. I, I don't think it, it could. It's, it's hard when do. when Kentuckians hate Texans and they will not. They oh, will murder and Christians it, hate Jews. Yes. And, and, well, I mean, if if uh, America is a a different situation. Oh, right. No, yeah. We don't have feuds that have been going on for 3,000 years. Hatfields and McCoys. Y yeah, I know. Done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's going to take a long time. But I think that if you're going to invade a country and... Liberate a country. Liberate a country. Liberate. Then you have to put in steps to like educate people and teach them that religion is a cultural thing and not necessarily a, a way of how you, uh, you know, uh, grant life and death. Yeah, that's a narrow road to navigate, though. You know, oh, absolutely. Because like, oh, these people come in and then they they are reeducating us about how to, but not even praise their fake god as opposed to our fake god well, or whatever. It's just like basic health and science stuff. I know. Um, and uh, health so, and science. Well, I bet, don't slaughter people. Don't. That's, yeah, that's a, a good rule of thumb. Um, so yes, I, I think that we, but you do, you can address that, like. Religious intolerance is is a bad thing, and uh, and you can promote literacy, and you can create better laws, and uh, have less corruption. You know, but instead, th there was a Fox News uh, pundit who was on yesterday who was just like, "We need to bomb, bomb, bomb." Oh, you can pl make plenty of noise. You can do all the noise you want. Um, mm -hmm. um, 
So anyhow, um, we have a very special guest in. Oh, wait, you're not on yet. Now I say good morning. Good morning. Hello. Um, I can't hear anything, but that's okay. How about now? Is that yes, better? now I hear everything. I don't know. I did not check. Uh, everybody, this is Giselle. Good morning. I'm Giselle. Nice to be here. Good morning. Good morning. And this is Steve. Good Hi, morning. Steve. Hello. Just get right up into that mic. I'm right in it. <laughs> are you we it, in we it? are one. Are you Me in it and the it? mic. I'm in it to win it. Um, so anyhow, uh, Giselle is a friend of mine. How do we know each other? Uh, explain the story. We've been friends for a long time. So long, so friendly that I have completely forgot. We met... Oh, through Tom. Yeah, that's right. We, we do creative writing together Yeah, in, a, we, gr- in a group. Well, I cook. You cook and we, <laughs> we eat and writes. enjoy. I don't know if the listeners know this, but Marty is a very, very good cook. He makes yummy food. He has sauces, uh, meats. <laughs> Less so on the meats. Vest- vegetables. Well, you do fish and chicken. I don't do chicken. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, then I'm thinking of somebody completely <laughs> different. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be talking about food because Kruger here is, Steve is on a cleanse. Yes. Explain to me what the cleanse is. First, why are you on a cleanse? Uh, I don't know. That's the... Okay. That, and how long have you been on it? I'm on day three, I think. And how long is the cleanse? All 11 days. And what does the cleanse consist of? Uh, people in Los Angeles are hippies, and they do, weird, they do weird things where they stop eating all food and then take all these herbs. Herbs, you say? Yeah, herbs. That's how Martha Stewart says it. Oh. So that's how I, I follow Martha. Um, and uh, you have bizarre dreams. And What I'll, sort of herbs are you taking? Oh, pounds of them. There's so many pills. Something called small volcano, which... <laughs> No, it's what it's what it's called. I, is it, that what it do to your intestines? Yes, I had my first small volcano this morning. Oh it my was goodness! Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Uh, you like I was like hallucinating last night. It's uh, I, I do it. Uh, I I did it with my Lance Mountain, my partner mm-hmm. in crime. Um, she does it because she was an actress and it's weight loss. And you, you I lost. Well, like, she's also like very fitness. Yeah, she's very. It, or, it, it's, it's actually at the end of it. I, I did it the first time because I wanted to do it with her. I live with a, a woman and we did it together. And it's, it's helpful when you do and it with someone. Is there any food at all? Oh, you can eat, but you're, you can only eat certain things. And you take these crazy herbs that make you. But they're in pill form, you say? You're taking have pills? Pills and teas. And then you take a bath on the third day with some bath tinctures. Yeah, tinctures. you take a bath. And you're supposed to. There's even parts of the, the cleanse that say, you know, be nice to people. It's good for your chi, which I will not, not do. Of but, course. you know, um, that crazy lemon cayenne maple syrup drink. Like, it's you do that too? Everything. It's so all. So who, who's. Who's uh, plan, life plan is it's this? Some uh, Ron T. Gardens, Santa Monica, hippie, oh, something, something. Sponsored and this what, today's episode. What is, oh, is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Ron T. Gardens, something, something, Santa Monica, <laughs> somewhere. Just mention uh, the Smodco, yeah. Smod, uh, get, Smod Coast Morning Show. Get 11% off. 11% off, yes. <laughs> Um, but it detoxifies you. I did it uh, a couple years ago and uh, for three days where I'm in the three-day part. It's just hell. Like, okay. I didn't sleep. I had, I had a dream that I was on a Dutch travel show, and I woke up like, convinced, like, oh, I'm on a Dutch travel show. I, wait, I don't 
what what is it what, you know what is a Dutch travel what is, show? Why was I dreaming about that for eight hours? Yeah, and then Yako, tell us what a Dutch travel show is. I don't even know. We have people listening live. So where did you go? In the Dutch travel yeah. show, <laughs> I, it was mostly um, me just talking to the camera crew. Like I, it was, it was in between in the shoot. Yeah, that's where my like I, I, I'm traveling the world in a Dutch tra- travel show, but it's me talking to camera guys, going, "No, no, let's let's put the camera up high." You know where you should go. Where should I go? Uh, that tea garden guy, Ron Santa Tea Garden, Ma- yeah, Santa Monica. Oh my God! <laughs> Take a Dutch barge to the Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Um, so. Okay, is so Cam, you, is you, Cam doing she's, it she's doing it as well. Okay, and why is she doing it? Um, it detoxifies you. What, what, uh, from what? What toxins from, do you have? I don't know. It, you don't drink caffeine or coffee or uh, caffeine or coffee, caffeine or alcohol, or you have any sugar for 11 days. Right. And the weight loss is unbelievable. See, but I, also you feel better, and we, we're like we're drinking a lot, and we're, you know... Um, trying to figure out some life things. See, Ooh, I life wonder, things. the uh, not drinking, not caffeine, uh, not have sugar, those are really good things, yes. they, and they will make a change in you. I just wonder if the herbs is not a placebo, and the real difference come from eating healthy, not have caffeine, not have uh, sugar, alcohol, this sort of thing. Some of those herbs also do work as laxatives, and that makes people feel good. Oh, That's laxative. the small volcano. Yeah. 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 Okay. Why didn't just get the Grand Volcano do it a day? Uh, yeah, like <laughs> the one, best trick. A giant <laughs> cantaloupe-sized pill. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, I didn't believe in acupuncture, and then I did it, and it fixed my TMJ. And I don't. If it's a placebo, if it was all in my mind, then it only cost me couple hundred dollars to fix something that you know right. a I, surgeon I think, wanted to, to chop my jaw I, open and I, I think that uh, acupuncture has certain applications perhaps but in terms of uh, things beyond that aren't nervous system related if people like have cancer and they go get acupuncture yeah. that is dangerous yeah mm. um, but for but the, yeah I don't know what I the list of herbs are elderberries and uh, eye of newt and all that crap and I'm like does, one of them actually have lead, lead in it because I guess that helps detoxify you. And it no, says, it does not. It has lead. Yeah. Well, it does not have a significant amount of. I lead. know it has a trace amount of lead, but, if if at all. Yeah, yeah. But it, I did it a couple of years ago, and it works. It, uh, you, well, you do have okay. a an experience. So I went on this cruise uh, for ten days, and it's like a lot of. I was saying earlier, a lot of old people, a lot of um, uh, a lot of food, and you wake up, and I don't normally eat breakfast or I might nibble on something but they have a full breakfast bar there or whatever and you know and they you can sit down or whatever then after breakfast you go get an espresso and their little little coffee bit you know like uh biscuits and whatnot and then uh, then you have lunch and it's like a full you know just it's like soup plantation times six but with like really good food actually like excellent food a buffet yeah, but they they do would do things like roll out pasta to order. Like there's a guy with a pasta machine rolling it and boiling it while you stand there and wait for it. Um, okay, and then then you have they have tea little sandwiches, and then at dinner it's like multiple courses. And at what point? One point I was like, I can't decide between the steak and the veal. And he says, I bring you both. And so you're just constantly eating, mm. and and because it's all like inclusive, so you feel like you're an idiot if you don't so like fogo de chow like fogo de chow exactly For, that's a um, brazilian churrasco beef, beef house yeah so basically they come by with these giant skewers of meat and they just cut it onto your plate until you just 
shoot them, you know, until you like wave a flag of defeat. And Pretty much. Yeah. But you know, uh, I was in uh, Puerto Vallarta. And they say, oh, come to this restaurant because it's all you can eat. But that was just for the meat. You can eat all the meat you want, but if you want vegetable, potato, uh, rice on the side, drink, all that costs money. It. Yeah, oh, everything. It's not, it just was the meat was all you can eat. Well, this one you had, the only thing you had to pay for was booze. And on the cruise. Booze. Yeah, it was not a, it was not a booze, a free booze cruise. That sounds like heaven to me. Oh, it was really fun. Just a floating buffet and eating all the time. Yeah. And so I was at the gym every day and uh and then you know doing these hikes in alaska and then i get but i still you know th that's not going to counteract eating six meals a day so i the morning i got back where wait i'm on the boat and i'm just feeling so bloated and there was uh this study done in uh sweden where they took these uh, this is just published in uh in may where they took these 15 overweight uh swedish dudes and they fed them uh like 300 calories a day uh, in a in like a, a shake and then they made them exercise for eight and a half hours a day <laughs> you know so they had to do like this hand, did this have happen they had in the 40s in germany no, no, no. that sounds like, like something a, hand, a nazi would do <laughs> a hand cycle for 45 minutes and then they had to walk for eight hours <laughs> to see so, to study what to, to study weight loss. Weight loss, yeah. And so they lost a bunch of body fat. And then the interesting thing is that they kept it off. They kept off most of the body fat that they, that they lost. So, uh, like, at the day we were supposed to disembark off the boat, like, you were leaving the boat at, like, 8.30. At 6 a.m., I was, like, at the track. And I did, like, there was a little track on the boat. It's just not a huge boat. So I did, like, 70 laps around the boat. And then, and then I took the plane home. Immediately just started walking. So, and then I, so for four days, I did 250 calories a day in a little shake and then, uh, walked like six and a half to seven and a half hours a day. And it's really interesting because I wasn't hungry. Well, A, because I was living off the, the yeah, you piles of body fat that I had, uh, laid on. And then, but like you don't, you're not obsessed with, you're not constantly thinking about food. And and then you're just walking a shitload. I saw so much of my neighborhood, and I was like going into like I went to this this dumpling place, and I took the menu out, and I was looking at it while I was walking, and thinking, "Wow, it'll be fun to go back there when I can eat." Um, it was like pornography. It was like pornography. That's what I have. My desktop. Uh because I cannot eat a lot of junk food because of my cholesterol, right. blood sugar, blah, blah. Uh, so my desktop wallpaper on my computer is a gorgeous picture of a cookie. <laughs> and I look at it and I think about it all the time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. It is. <laughs> it is really sad. Well, the thing about this cleanse, because I, I, I did it before, um, you can eat. There are, there's a list of yeah. uh, obviously vegetables and fruit and, and certain uh, proteins. Right, like organic turkey or something. Only like that. organic turkey. Only whatever. God but, forbid. But I uh, and and you can inorganic. eat eggs. So I basically just game the system, and I made like eight pounds of turkey meatloaf, and I just eat just gobs, like just you know, Game of Thrones size chunks of meat. <laughs> and I I must have gone through like last time I did it six eggs a day. I mean I was just you're constantly hungry, so I'm eating, and I lost fifteen pounds without. I mean I, you're supposed to exercise every day, and I you know take two. What kind of exercise do you like? Just uh, swimming if I can get into the pool. If all the elderly Chinese people at my downtown pool aren't 
there that day. I can get in swim. Well, just let me know, and I won't go. Why don't you give him a call? No. Um, just running and uh, swimming or whatever. Just general for, cardio. General cardio. It's my, uh, my G.I. Joe bad guy name. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, and Tamara Lance Mountain lost about six, seven pounds. But I, I, mean, I, I literally had to go out and buy clothes. Mm. I remember getting into the pool after the cleanse, and I was wearing swim trunks. And I took off, and my swim trunks went to my ankles. I was butt naked. And I realized, oh, my middle just shrank. Like, I lost a, a waist size. So mm. the, the hippie side of me going, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in touch with my anxiety and what's going on in my life and the woman I'm with and blah, blah, blah. Really, I just want to lose some weight. Yeah. You lose 15 pounds, and you're like, see ya, Tamara. Yeah. I'm off to get some... No, it, it's you get older and you just you it's 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 probably a good thing every year to take a week off from sugar and alcohol and caffeine. Yeah, that's, well, that's about all, that's about really what it is. And this I, for me, it was the guy yeah, it would have been it was good to lose the, the weight. Yeah, um, but it was also just also an interesting test of will, you know, of but that's the part I like. And that's because I'm part German and insane. And I, I I dig it. I dig like depriving myself pleasure. Yeah. No, no. I mean, but it, but the, it's like a, it's a weird, sign of intelligence. It's like a, a delayed gratification. But it's kind of like this sort of you understand all of a sudden the anorexia mentality of like I'm in control, you know? Oh yeah. 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 And and like you feel like a little bit stronger because I just walked by a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken, smelled it, and didn't feel a thing, and just kept walking, you know. Um, well, I I backed off the food days before going into it, which was smart. Like I, bef- the time I did before, I was eating pizza and drinking beer on the Sunday, and then Monday I'm I'm on a cleanse right, and right. eating just vegetables, and I lost my mind. I went, I it was, so I, I there there's a way to sort of ease into it, but um, I actually had a really it was actually a fun experiment to do. I don't know if I would do it every year, but no, it's a, every couple of years for us. But at, but at the end, it's eleven days, so I'm day well, three or right, whatever. Right. Um, and by the seventh day, you feel amazing. You, you, what, whatever it does, if it's in your mind or uh, eye of toad and nude of frog, has expunged the, the whatever. You do feel great. You feel like you wake up. You have energy. You know, yeah. it, it, you do feel different. Uh, and day eleven or day twelve, when it's over, didn't crave food. Didn't need. Um, Caffeine. I mean, I drink, pretty much drink do tea. Do you have the idea maybe to stay uh, on it longer? I you, mean, the you, not sugar. You not, sort of do. You you caffeine. lose the cravings. But yeah. day twelve, I went right back to beer. Why went, did you do it? Because I was like, I need a goddamn beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alcohol is so goddamn for, good. I went it's for so four, wonderful. I went for four days without uh, drinking, and, and you know, I mean, it's also just crazy because I went for three days without having a poop, which, <laughs> which like when you got home. Well, because I wasn't eating anything. Right. Yeah. And it was yeah. kind of crazy. I was like, oh, I have more time to do things. Well, how long do you poop? How long does that take you? What? No, no. I wasn't more time. Oh, but it was I like, like to make a leisurely day of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's just like I, I didn't, didn't even have the urge. Like, you know, it was just a weird thing. It's like it wasn't like something like I... There wasn't something sidelining me. Now, have you guys uh, been uh, curious to try this Soylent stuff? You hear of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that for those of you who don't know, there's a guy, this guy who's like they call him like body hackers, and yeah. so he uh, he created this powder. Well, a lot of there's a community of people online who all compare recipes where they take soy protein and whey protein and weird isolates of 
this and that and minerals and they make their own special blends so they don't have to eat. It's supposed to be all the nutrients your body needs. It's yeah. in a powder. Also, there's a little bit of oil to supplement all the nutrients what your body needs without eating actual food food. Just the supplement, you mix it with water. They say it tastes a little bit like... Cake a batter. Pancake batter, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not into it because you're, it's processed food. So, like, there's a lot of waste that goes into getting making, making the, it. Oh, so it is not environmentally sound. Yeah, it's and if you take it, it's like twelve dollars a day. Oh like, my goodness! Yeah, so. it's for it's created by a uh, coder, right? So he could sit there at his computer, right? Like, yeah, he, I saw him on a talk show. He has zero, absolutely no charisma. Which, yeah, yeah. He's any coders out there? He's totally on the spectrum. Take a take a um, improv class so or something. Yeah. He's just I wanted to be able to code all day, so I. Preparing food e- equals this much time of my day, but I can write more code if I just drink a pancake flavored <laughs> shake. So he, this is what he does: is he, real foodie, real exciting passion, zeal for life. He wears t-shirt and jeans, and he just stores his jeans in the freezer, which is supposed to keep them odor free. And then when he's done with the shirt, like he'll wear it for a few days. And then he'll just throw it away, or he'll donate it, and then just open a package and put it on a brand new one. Um, because he doesn't want to waste time going to the laundromat. That's a that that's an extreme guy. Yeah, yeah. So, but see, he's not wasting any time. He's he's living. he's writing he's writing and the uh, Yo app. Yeah, coding. that's what I was gonna say. Like he's what, what really is he, is really he, busy what making the, making crappy apps to no, no, waste no, no, more no, time. Now he's, Bunny, he's focused on count selling, my bunnies. He's focused on selling Soylent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to explain what the Yo app is? Yo app is an app that sends the word yo to contacts. <laughs> just it's that. Just yo. And then and, they can send it back to you. Yeah, I believe so. I'm, I'm not, I don't actually have it, but we all have messaging applications in our phones, and we could open it, type the person we want, then type yo, then type send. I don't have time for that. I just need one button. One button. It's, they said it was like 11, key, 11 touch strokes or whatever it's called when you touch your phone. They get it down to three. So You see? There you go. I'm saving time. Oh, I just realized that I'm not. I don't even know if we're broadcasting now. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, my, I was wondering why nobody's been tweeting in, and it's because I don't have internet right now. So, uh, hold on, just keep talking about yo. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they had we'll that- cut this out later. Oh wait, <laughs> we'll this, this is this is live or not? <laughs> this may or may not be live. I I sometimes I'm so surprised how I make it through my day without. Uh, saying yo to the people that I know. <laughs> I don't know how I do it, but I do it. It's one of those... Uh, yeah, the the phone is the greatest... The, the smartphone is the greatest tool we have. So helpful. So helpful. Um, I was just thinking about... Oh, you know, I'll tell you a, a story... Um, Helmut and me was on the way to the airport uh, about an hour, about a three hour drive to the airport to catch our plane. We was on a business trip and we was hungry. I used a smartphone to find a, a restaurant that I know I like, what have vegetarian options. I called them on the phone and placed the order. They write off the freeway. We pull in, get the food, make it to the airport. And this was in a state and a city that I'm totally unfamiliar with. Yeah, it's... So helpful. I, I, I've been pondering leaving Los Angeles. Just, it's been, that's part of the cleanse. And like, you know, where would I go and what would I do? And I moved here 
14, 17 years ago. I don't know. I, I didn't have a smartphone. I didn't know anyone. It it was boots on the ground, meet people and figure out where do you live? Where do you do? Now moving to a city would be just effortless. Like what? Where, yeah. Where's a vegan place? Hold on, I'll I'll find it. Like yeah. it, it's taken so much of the, the the scary part of of uh, moving to a city. It's just that's just, yeah. It's it's you taken can that check away. it all out ahead of time. Where yeah. where are you thinking of moving to? Um, Phoenix. No, <gasps> <laughs> don't do it. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, that, um, Hong Kong maybe. <laughs> it's cheap there, and you can uh, join the the uh, triad there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, even in Alaska, like these little tiny towns, like I was using Yelp and, and I had like the best fish and chips I've ever had at some like little local oh. dive. I mean, it was unbelievable how good it was. There. Describe it. Well, okay. So no, don't wait. Slow, I'm, I'm no, no. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to live vicariously. I want to hear oh, him describe it really like slowly. Three long strips of halibut that were caught by the, the fisherman who owns the place. Oh. And so he, he fishes in the morning and then whatever, what he catches. And then also they, they get it from other fishermen locally there. And it was just lightly battered and it's like just a few herbs in the batter, which you don't normally see in a fish and chips, but really light. So it didn't have that gumminess, you know, yeah. that you sometimes get when there's too much batter on there. More like tempura? Um, somewhere in between, but... Mm. Um, not, rice, rice flour, maybe? Um, I, yeah, I think it was also just a thin enough batter that yeah. they... And it, and it was just cooked perfectly. It wasn't golden. Like golden, but in, and it wasn't too tough. Like I had fish and chips a, a few days earlier that was overdone. Nothing's worse than, than overdone halibut, and it just nothing, nothing, nothing is worse. The uh, yeah, Holocaust you know genocide, right here, right? Overcooked halibut. Ugh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> um, so, and, and and were they in full fillets? Yeah, yeah they're long, thin, fil- or long, not thin, but uh, long fillets. That must be a New England thing, because when I grew up, fish and chips were broken up little pieces of chunks. Fish. Chunks, little yeah, well, like I think, nuggets. Well, usually it's cod, and well, that's New England. Well, also so, in Alaska, Alaska yeah. has cod. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess they have everything up there. Pacific cod. In New Zealand, it is a lot of orange raffi. Oh, that's a that's a delicious. Thing. Yeah, and the uh, the fries, the chips, the fries with that was really good too. Oh yeah, they were they were delicious. Uh, yeah, and it was, just, and it was you know you're there, it's a little cold, and you're outside, and like we're the only. Uh, my brother-in-law and I were just like it, it was off the tourist sort of strip, so it felt, mm. felt a little bit more interesting than malt vinegar. Uh, no, I just did tartar sauce and tartar. Mm. Really, I love tartar sauce. Uh, once I found malt vinegar, I never went back. You know, yeah, there's two kind of people. I don't think they even mix. <laughs> well, I used I'll to be both. a tartar. Well, that's I'll a bit both. You really, you'll you do, do both. Yeah, I find it just kind of. No, it, it, it it cuts it, through it, a little bit of the oil. Uh, the, the yeah, vinegar. but it's so fatty and the, the vinegar oh, yeah, yeah. is so bright. No, no, I'm saying that the vinegar. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, but they didn't have it, and or they that's didn't, the they one. Didn't offer it, not to but. just endlessly talk about me, but that's the one part of the cleanse that bugs me. Oh my God, there's no, nothing I, worse. Than I can't a, have any the one vinegar. thing worse than a cleanse is somebody who's on a cleanse. Oh, uh, I'm a, I, this is I'm a nightmare. How do you know is, if one of your friends is on a cleanse? They tell you. Yeah. No vinegar. I know. It's like, what? Uh, that is that is a ridiculous thing. Next what, thing. no vinegar? Yeah. There's no reason. It's processed. It. You're not supposed to eat anything processed. So it's it's lime uh, lemon juice. Yeah. Well, mm. And I, I realize how important vinegar but what is, is to everyone. But what's wrong with processed? I, 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 I'm not Ron Teagarden. I didn't come up with the cleanse. It works. You, Do you I, think he was born Ron Teagarden? No. 
It was Braun uh, Baumgartner. Baumgartner. Gartner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about fish and chips. You're killing me. All right. Sorry. No, I, I, I have no cravings now. I'm just, I'm numb. I'm just oh a, a vessel. You've achieved some sort of uh, karmic uh, high, nirvana, high water. Some, some gastronomical nirvana. Yeah. Well, it, it, interestingly, going into it, I was kind of not into food for a while. I was just kind of bored with food. It's also, I was in New Orleans a month ago, less than a month ago. And uh, like your your experience on the boat, I ate a lot of food. I ate much too much food. So it's good to take a break every now and then. Sure. Sure. Um, are we live? Are people hearing this now? I don't know. Are you? Let us know if you're hearing this at <laughs> noon to Dan Marty. Let us know. Let, let us know if you, or maybe you're listening to it and you're just like, yeah, just, no, no. I, I can't, I can't be bothered to I tweet in. I can't be bothered to tweet in or to really engage with what you're saying. I'm yeah. too busy freezing my pants. <laughs> uh, Giselle, you perform? Yes. So I tell stories sometimes. Uh, I like to do it. Yeah. Uh, what do you tell stories about? Oh, just my life and things, what happened to me. Um, I, I know, and it's really boring. I should say more, but uh, you have to you have to tune in. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see. I like to tell stories about uh, the time I go kayaking. Uh, now Steve is checking his tweets. I'm just making sure that people are listening. They are they are listening. Did someone say yo to you? Not, <laughs> n- no, not yet. But there's there, someone tweeted in. So there, this is oh, okay, we're, so we we're not live. just three people in a okay. in a uh, in a house talking. You know what I'm other. really looking forward to? If you want to know something about me, I'm going to the Oregon Country Fair in July to uh, do some storytelling and I'm really looking forward to this I have never been before and I think it is really like uh, hippies you, you, you talk about hippies it's I in think. Ashland right? Uh, no it is outside of Eugene Oh, and it is uh, I think cross between Renaissance Fair and, and Burning Man and all of this rainbow gathering with kids kids and you can dress up everybody dress up as fairies or woodland sprites i can see see steve's eyes just light up with with not not your cup of no i like the oregon hippies i i i'm i've been in la too long i've grown tired of the uh self-important people on cleanses like myself (laughs) i that's a breath of fresh air that that would i mean that might happen in out here in the east side of LA. I'm really looking forward to it. We we camp. You you camp there at the side, and they have oh a dozen or so different stages with people doing all kind of performing arts, dance, and music, and spoken word, and everybody, and just artistic expression in the woods for a weekend. That sounds fun. Doesn't it sound yeah. fun? Yeah. And if you have kids, you can bring them. That's... You can bring kids. It's family friendly. you can friendly. leave them there. You can leave them there. Yeah. You can and sell, the, sell them. To... The wood nymphs care for them. It for take them. a village. <laughs> and, uh, and the village. And I think also uh, people is do a lot of drugs, you know, recreational, I think, smoking a lot of pot and whatever. That sounds like Oregon. It's only, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of pot. That's okay. That's fine. I think it will be really fun to go. I'm really looking forward to it. That's exciting. Is that yeah. your thing, drugs? No, no, no. Uh, they don't do so good for me. Uh, you know, it kind of put a blanket over you. Which drugs? The ones that put a blanket over you. <laughs> but, but which drugs? Marijuana. Ma- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, I think it's a drug you you should do when you're 13. No, you think so? Yeah, you just get it out of your system. You're you're either going to. 
Oh, I, I have a lot to of say, pot. I have to say, I, I have a different opinion of that. <laughs> okay. Because uh, my experience with it is that, you know, uh, it gives you couch lock and you don't have motivation because you're so comfortable in just sitting around. And I think to do it as a young teenager will sap your uh, ambition and your motivation at a very critical time. Yeah, that's... That's my opinion. I, 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 I'm glad I did all that stuff when I was young and... I got uh, college age. I was it was out of my system. I see, and that's when I needed to be focused. And then I would see kids who had had very strict parents, and I never smoked pot. I never did drugs. Never drank. And then they would go to college. They were free the oh, first time. Right. That was and that was, that was me. dangerous. They went. I they had, just disappeared into it. That was me with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. My dad let me drink in the house when I was a teenager. He would let me have a beer, and I understood. I, I I gained an appreciation for what drugs and alcohol could do to you. And by the time I got to college, I thought, well, I don't need to drink every night. This is, this is college. This is, to this, this is to educate my brain. So I'm glad I did all the drugs when I was You're a success 16. story. Yes, I, I'm, I am the exception. But, but wait a second. We've, you've been on the record about, uh, you know, your participation in the Silk Road. and Oh, yeah, I still, I, I mean... I'm talking about like people. I think I got stoned every day for an entire summer, multiple times. By the a way, day. if you want to hear the story of Steve, go back. <laughs> go back a few weeks. Uh, it's pretty the origin epic. story. Origin story. Yes, I it's, told my entire origin story, and it's uh, pretty it's, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, I do take drugs now more just to calm down because <laughs> <laughs> life deal with life. life. Yeah, life gets complicated. Um, but. Uh, uh, maybe it's just from my own personal experience, but I would tell a, a, a 16-year-old, yeah, do, do it, experiment. And if you're going to be a pothead for your life, you'll find out very quickly. You know, you're going to be that 45-year-old guy who still smokes pot. So might as well find out now. But yeah, I, there's probably an argument to this is when you should be motivated. You should be writing. You should be painting, skateboarding, whatever. You're 16. You're really going to watch uh, SpongeBob again in the, in you know, and smoke another bowl. You said painting? Painting. Were you a painter? No. I'm a terrible <laughs> painter. But, you know. Just when you're 16, you're going to try these things. Right? Well, 16-year-olds now are writing code and trying to, you know, they're, drink protein shakes. Yeah, no, they're building, like, you know, the the uh, replica of the Game of Thrones uh, castle in, in Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Giselle, one thing that we like to do on the show with guests is we... Ask them, it's called, um, well, let me just play this, and I'll explain it. Coming at you in threes, gonna put you at ease. If you like it raw, well, tough, you can polish Sorry, that was a little loud, everybody. Is um, that uh, Twisted Sister? Uh, that's Brad. Ah, hello, Brad. <laughs> um. So we ask uh, uh, what we call uh, softballs, three, three soft, soft balls to our <laughs> guests. And then it, it sort of opens up for, um, for discussion, you know. Uh, and, um, and then people, if uh, you want to participate, uh, you can uh, tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty uh, to answer your softball. So the first softball is, uh, who was your idol growing up as a child? Oh, Imogene Coca. 
Um, you're gonna have. To, we have a lot of younger <laughs> listeners here who haven't seen the Love Boat. <laughs> love Boat? Was she on the Love Boat? I'm sure she was on the Love Boat. I don't think so. She was in uh, also Lily Tomlin. Uh, this uh, this was ladies who was um, comedians, very funny, and she do a lot of characters. She was on a show called Your Show of Shows, and she was really funny character actress and comedian um, lady. Didn't uh, Woody Allen write on Your Show of Shows? I don't know. Oh. Um, yes, let's say yes. He did not mention it to me. And Mel, uh, who was the the guy? Sid Caesar. Caesar yeah. yeah. So Mel Brooks wrote on that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was really funny. Um, so that was my. I, I like funny ladies, you know, strong funny ladies. They make me laugh. Uh, oh, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. She have passed away. I never did get to meet her. Oh, she was on Love American Style a couple times. Oh, I remember, remember that? that. Yes. Did you, did you ever watch that? Never American saw Style? that. No. Oh, it's like this uh, weird. Um, it's sort of a. Uh, uh, not a sketch show. No, it was like three vignettes about Love American. Yeah, Love American, American Style. style. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, she played the aunt in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Who gets strapped to the top of the. Uh, Oh. That's where I remember her right. most recently. Probably. Right. And but so, yeah, I remember her I best mean, work. No, it was not her best work. She was <laughs> really funny play with Sid Caesar. You you catch her when she was young. She I, was I remember doing seeing pretty that. great stuff. It's interesting because this is a conversation I had recently. Um, oh, she was on Fantasy Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Sorry. The plane, the plane. And I'm, I'm not a huge Joan Rivers fan, but I appreciate what she did for comedians, for female comedians. She did you see her uh, documentary about yes, her? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's it was re- good. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the guest host of The Tonight Show, mm-hmm. first woman to do that, was going to take over The Tonight Show, then had her own show. She's the first woman to have a talk show mm-hmm. on network television. And she really broke through the glass ceiling for female comics. She is, she also, it, you know, she directed a feature with Billy Crystal called that's right. The Rabbit Test where he plays the first pregnant man. Oh yeah. And which also starred Imogene Coca. What Fucking did she play? Small World. Yeah. I'm sorry, go on with. It. Anyway, and I see her embroiled in some war now with uh who did you, uh, Lena Dunham saying there, and I, I don't know all the facts because I don't watch E. And we don't deal in facts on the I'm show. not really a fact-based guy, but it was like she's fat and she's on TV and she's naked. And, it, and I, she's also going through a thing with the Writers Guild and her show where she makes fun of how people are dressed and not paying her writers. And I, I, I'm saddened by it because I feel like this woman was a pioneer and did so much. And now is kind of going, is you know, she's not going to live forever. She's... 85 or something like that she's going to kind of go out her on her face will live forever i know her face is going to live 10 years after she dies but i i, I just feel sad that this is going to be her legacy that she was just this kind of mean old lady who didn't pay people and the documentary is great because you realize that she is, is one of the hardest working and is a person. giver you're right but i'm just looking at her going johnny carson and I'm not comparing the two but he did his thing and then went Goodbye. I'm gonna yep. go. I'm gonna go into Santa Barbara and play tennis, and you'll never hear from me again yeah. until Malibu, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. And he just he sort of exited gracefully, 
And he just, you know. Yeah, she seemed to have. Well, first of all, in terms of the the mean things she say about people, for some reason they don't bother me so much because we know going in that that is her comedy. She she like to make it's her jokes. She like to make jokes. It is not my style, and I don't find them funny. But I do recognize that this is her humor. She's trying to do. I do feel sad for her, and I felt sad when I see the movie that she seemed to feel empty if she's not working. So yeah. this is why she's doing more and more crazy things, and always, you know, she don't stop like Johnny Carson do because I think she would not feel peace. She would be very anxious, and for that I feel sad for her. Yeah, that, that she that, don't have I, peace. And she's doing a bad reality show. Yeah. She, she, I mean, she should be. She seemed a little desperate to always be out there in the public eye and, and relevant yeah. and trying really hard because she wants so badly to work because without her work, she feel empty. Yeah, that that's the part that made me sad. Yeah, like, oh, I agree. She, she, Johnny Carson just said, yeah, I, I made it and I did my thing and I'm just going to disappear. He didn't then have a show on E, right. you know, uh, it, He's got enough. I mean, she must have enough money. I mean, it's oh just, sure, yeah, it's yeah. just but like I, I'm, I come, I'm kind of glad that there are people like that out there who are so driven and who are just define themselves by their work. Like I don't know if Stephen King is like that, but that sort of mentality of just constantly needing to produce, and if they're doing producing good stuff, then it's great. We I have no, but I have no issue with her continuing to do comedy. She should do stand up till the day she dies. Right. But she's also doing these other things, oh, right, and right, this right. thing wasn't a joke about Lena Dunham. It was like. Something in some book she wrote, like she's fat, she shouldn't be naked on TV, and and this is one pioneer shitting on I, what I would consider another pioneer. Sure, I agree with you. So yeah. she should lift her up and go, yeah, you know what? She's and, and right. There's all the press I did not around. Know. She was not joking. No, it was a kind of attack on why are you naked and, and so fat? And I said, that's great. This is actually, as, as a woman, you should be, you know, applauding her. I like, yes, this is what women really look like, yeah. and it's she's actually helping. Um and it's it's just a larger sy- systemic of oh, Joan Rivers just go retire go to Phoenix and play golf and let everybody go and we will all remember you as you as know you how were. we can help for that to happen stop to talk about her okay next question <laughs> uh, wait do you have do you have an did you have an idol growing up what age. I had many idols. Oh. Oh, I want to know uh, 13 when you were uh, smoking pot. Well, it was more like 16. Um, uh, yeah, you don't have an idol when you smoke pot. You, you, <laughs> Bob, Bob Marley is your idol. <laughs> oh, he smoked pot and I smoke pot. He's awesome. Um, I liked uh, George Carlin mm-hmm. a lot. And I remember my uh, dad remarrying and uh, my stepmom was very... Very conservative, New England, uptight. And for my birthday, they took me to Symphony Hall in Boston and to see George Carlin. And mm-hmm. this woman says, darn. She does not say damn. Mm-hmm. And he did his, his seven words you can't say on television. But the list had extended to 300 words. And I, I, I'll never forget the look on her face when he <laughs> said some of those awesome phrases. So it was it was always sort of George Carlin. You know, he, uh, something about the way he thought and the way he presented himself, I always just was, was amazed. Just very smart, and and I'm actually now going back to how awesome phones are. 
I have Pandora on my phone, and you can li- you can have a George Carlin channel, and mm-hmm. you can listen to George Carlin and George Carlin esque comedy, right. and it still holds up. Oh, good! It really like wow, this is really sharp. So he was witty and uh, without being too uh, academic. Uh, Chris Brown from Saskatoon said um, his idol would be the former Canadian PM Jean Chrétien. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> you know who's really nice now? I'm looking at these tweets. Darren Husted. Yeah, from he, Wolf Amsterdam. Hey, nice to meet you, Darren. He He's tweeting in a lot of things. He tweeted a yo. Did you see that? I, th- I did. Thank you, Darren. Yo. We were supposed to use an app for that. You did four <laughs> keystrokes for that. It's wasting time. Yeah. And he says that he's never laughed at a Joan Rivers joke. Uh, Darren, I. have you seen the documentary about Joan Rivers? It's really good. Um, oh, yeah. Here she is. Did saying. she make you laugh in that? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Let's say I know. No. I have to be honest. I can't remember. I think she did. Okay. Uh, what do you eat or drink to cheer yourself up? Oh, see, that is a really, that's actually a difficult question because... It's all, a softball, by no, definition. But, but because, I told you, because of my cholesterol, blood sugar, blah, blah, I have spiritually to... Spiritually good. What makes you feel spiritually good? Well, and not, Everything I eat, I eat for my health, so I feel mentally, spiritually good about it, but it don't taste good. I have oatmeal here next to me. You haven't even touched it, and it looks disgusting. I know, it looked like congealed wet cardboard. It looks, yeah. but I feel good about it. I eat a lot of kale, refried beans with no lard. You know, it's very boring. Uh, I was thinking if I got a terminal disease, in a way, it would be really freeing because yeah. then I say, okay, the hell with it. I'm eating ham and gruyere and eclairs and macaroni and cheese and some of those fish and chips, mm-hmm. Doritos, Cheetos. That cookie on your. Desktop. The cookie on the desktop, which is like gorgeous. Eat the desktop. Just eat so the monitor. Right now, there's <laughs> there's nothing that you that you seek out as a comfort, like drink or food. Hmm. It's a really troubling subject for me because I'm trying to change my blood le- blood problems level, cholesterol, whatever, through diet. So no, I don't eat anything fun. What do I eat? No, I just eat for health. It's really boring. So you, you should might as well just switch on over to Soylent. Oh no, we got a tweet about that. Do you know? Yeah, Darren it, said uh, that um, it was not uh, that the Guardian debunked it or something like that. Have you had Darren on as a guest? No, he's a he's a constant in the show. He's, oh. he corrects us. He's the corrector. <laughs> um, and. Kruger, I, I made this. I wrote this question before I knew that you were on a cleanse. No, I'm. I'm really not having any food weirdness. That's okay. the. I'm having. A, I feel like I'm hallucinating a little bit, and I may not actually be in this room. Right. Um, and I'm. Yeah, because you I'm, ate uh, like softball scoops of of turkey meatloaf. Oh, well, the, so the, the, the the herbs have taken hold, and I'm I'm at the same time boiling hot and freezing cold. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I was on a Dutch travel show in my dreams. Um, did you know I brought, uh, did I tell you guys I brought you some fresh squeezed orange juice from the tree in the yard? Oh, wow. Here it is. Oh, my can goodness. Can you eat that? I don't think I can eat that. I have to check my <laughs> it's phone. It's been and... processed by no, I can your ha- hands. You can have, there's certain fruits you can have. I don't know if I can have that. Big uh, thing of orange juice. Uh, you know what I had this weekend? I had um, 
I like a coconut and, and lemongrass flavored thing. So I like Thai food very much. Oh, I can have it. Oh, here we go. Oh. Let me get some glasses. Continue um, talking. But, okay. you know, it, uh, like that's a, that's a fun question. And obviously, um, what foods that cheer you up, you know, the, the classic pizzas. and um, Oh, pizza. You know what I love? Uh, we do, I treat myself sometimes those pizza places where you can make your own. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that's really fun. But like that's, that's easy to say, pizza or a Philly cheesesteak or something fatty or gross. But you know what really, and this is what a dork I am, what really makes me happy sometimes is a really crisp, fresh apple. Something about an apple, which I don't, I'm actually not sure if I can eat. <laughs> no, I think you can. Um, oh, that's right. I've been eating apples. That's right. I'm, I'm hallucinating again. Something about an apple. It just is so perfect and makes me happy. And I don't know, reminds me of being young because I, mm. I grew up apple picking. And that was the, the one fruit that we would actually go and harvest ourselves. And I don't know, just a, there's something innocent and reminding that reminds you of childhood about an apple have you ever eaten an apple right off the tree yes that's pretty special yeah yeah that's pretty special um but yeah i never picked bananas i never climbed a coconut tree and got one down and yeah. ate it like it, it, it yeah. there's, there's something that i'm connected to with an apple and a pizza yeah i've made a pizza but i didn't you know harvest the wheat i didn't milk the cow i didn't make the cheese mm -hmm. you know there's I don't know. That's uh, I know that's a horrible, lame answer, but I'm really hungry for an apple right now. <laughs> maybe I do need it. Maybe I do need some sugar in my body. <laughs> Pour some of that juice, Marty. Oh, wait, don't put hold, any vodka in Can you hold up the, the, uh, the jar, please? Yeah. Oops. All right. Um, so that's it, an apple? Well, I, I, I don't want to just say, you know, beer and, and uh, fatty food, because that... Uh, too easy. It's too easy. That's, yeah. Ever, who doesn't like a hot dog? But um, I don't know. An apple. I like. I get excited when I'm at the supermarket and I see an apple and I think oh, I'm going to eat that. But when I see kale, I, I get less excited. I go, I'm going to have to eat that. That's going <laughs> to that my body is going to really work hard to break that down. Uh, a good white nectarine or a yeah, good peach does it for me. Oh, because I'm sorry, I'm not speaking for you. Oh, okay. I wouldn't dare to speak. For please, you. please. Um, well, thank you for, for harvesting this orange juice. You're welcome. Um, I'm, getting, I'm getting blown up on my phone. Apparently, there's some Gary Oldman news going on. I, don't, I, I haven't... Uh, maybe someone could tell me what's going on. I, I will look it up right I, now. I guess he uh, said something racist or something like that. Oh, he said that 12 Years a Slave was just... Uh, that was white guilt. That, um, that's why it won. Okay. I used to work for Gary Oldman, so... Oh. Is he nice? Yes, he actually was quite nice. But um, I never talk about it on the podcast. But this is what never. we have to do. Yeah. We have there to be... Uh, did you guys... So today on the internet, they're saying... Did, uh, last week on the internet, it came out that this little girl, she had a lot of scars on her face. Yes. She was thrown out of KFC. Today, they say it was all a hoax. The grandma make it up. Yes. Ah, uh, oh yay, internet. And so I have to admit, I was on there with my pitchfork saying, KFC is terrible, how could they do this? I'm so angry at them. And now today I have my pitchfork in the other hand saying, that grandma's so terrible, I'm so mad at her, how could you it's do like it? It's like the waitress who had the, who faked the, uh, the receipt or whatever, that didn't get a tip and... 
Because she was gay. Yeah. And, were, yeah. Yeah, and she, she was... So what's the takeaway, to, though? The takeaway is we have to be a little bit slower before we pick up our pitchforks. But we what, have to take a deep breath. But we have Twitter. It's instantaneous. You have to still... You have to be disciplined. We cannot process you facts. You have to. No. That's, that's the takeaway. No. I'm <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you have to take a deep breath and wait for somebody to check the facts. So imagine if there's like... like all of a sudden, you have like 50,000 different apps, each one for a different word. <laughs> so then you're just sup. Sup. Not much. Apostrophe. S-U-P. Yeah. Sup. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Fan. And, and you're just like doing one after the other. Oh, I'm saving so much on keystrokes. You know what? That would be helpful because uh, Lance Mountain and I, we have a word that we share. Lance Mountain is the name of the, yeah. the pod- podcast name of the woman I live with. Um, we have a word that we will just text each other and it's our word is it's, she your girlfriend or you yes. just live with her I, b- <laughs> both both sometimes yes. but F- you love five, her right yes five years six years we've a lived slave. together uh, no well <laughs> ask, ask her about that um we had started just started dating and um uh, she has an incredible sense of smell as do most women and but hers very acute and we walked by an open sewer and, and she's she, like, I smell notes of mm, pancake batter, uh, volcano. Uh, someone's doing a cleanse. She she just <laughs> yeah, just someone's doing a cleanse. Walk on. <laughs> she did something that reminded me of my grandmother. She just went poof and and waved her uh, a hand in front of her nose to get it away. Poof, like be gone. And I just started saying poof. Just around her, because I'm slightly on the spectrum of being an Aspergerian type. Mm, and I just slightly. said, poof, just for a couple of years. And then that has become the word that we text each other. I send her a poof, and she sends me a poof back. And then oh. we spell it P-U-F, P many O's F. So that would be a great app to just have a, have a customized word. You send your, your special someone that knows, I'm thinking about you, and I don't want to type more than four letters. <laughs> poof. <laughs> Not how are you, how's your day. Just poof. I'll send. Uh, yeah. I'll send her a poof right now. See so what we get back. It is interesting how you have um, th- th- these shortcuts that make you instant. Like uh, 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 Michael. I uh, know what's the guy's name who did uh, Sleepwalk with Me. Mike, <gasps> you didn't like that movie. I don't remember it. But no, do, what's the comedian's name? Berbiglia. Oh yeah, Mike Berbiglia. He's funny. That movie was not good, but he's really great. Yeah, he was talking about how uh, couples, married couples, have the the uh, these one word things that make you instantly laugh, but it's only funny for you, right? Too. Yeah, yeah. And poof, there you go. There you there you go. Because we don't find it funny at all, and we're actually a little mad that you brought it up. But I do like the idea of... Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I do like the idea of you just going around in your life going poof, poof, especially high... You poof. Make, yeah, high voice. Poof, 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 poof. It's a fun word to say. And it was, it just, it brought me so much pleasure and... That's so uh, rare for First she's say, oh, you're making fun of me. And then she realized, no, I'm celebrating you, which is coming out as um, making fun of, but... I sent her a poof. I have not. Re- I'll, I'll let you know when I get a, my a poof back. My poof. Up. Oh, I just got. I got a poof back. Yay! I, I, I poofed her. She poofed back. Aww. But mine had an exclamation point and a capital P. A capital capitalized yeah. P. Hers was not grammatically yeah. correct. Yeah. Now listen. Uh, we're getting more tweets, and I feel like we should read them because we want to include everybody. We don't do that. Oh no no no! Yeah, we can. Uh, by the way, uh, if. Michael Binheck is making bratwurst right now, and that sounds really good to me. And he uh, said that there was an alleged rapist who was lynched by the family of a victim. Um, 
Yeah, lynching is, is <gasps> bad. Oh, and it, wait, wait, wait. An alleged rapist was lynched for real, Michael? Was it killed? The rapist well, that, was that, killed? That usually isn't that what lynching leads to. Um, yeah, by the way, uh, top of the hour, something like that, um, Mark is reminding us that um, Giselle is here with uh, my my. Dear, dear friend, Giselle is oh, visiting. Hello, Mark. Nice to meet you. Thank you for reminding us to remind me. <laughs> and then Darren said that um, SUP was one of the ideas for the name of the show. SUP. SUP with Marty Yu. Hey, that's actually a very good uh, uh, idea for the title if you do a cooking show because we could SUP with you. You know, supper. Oh, shoot. Write that okay. down. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't, don't steal it. Don't steal it. Erase, erase you, Darren, this part of yeah, yeah, the podcast. Okay. Okay. Don't steal and, that. And just internet. to mention also, Christopher Brown say he like his mom's apple pie. Oh, and Grape Crush and Ten Cray Ten, straight up with a twist. Uh, poof. <laughs> <laughs> poof! Poof, 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 poof. And then Tyson <laughs> likes sushi rolls. What kind of sushi rolls? Sushi rolls filled with mm. spam, sushi rolls filled with jelly, shrimp tempura, shrimp tempura Crunchy. rolls. Um, uh, okay, then the last softball. Okay. We're still on the softballs here. Um, what is your spirit animal? Oh, that's a, I like that question. Okay, I well, I've always felt a deep affinity for rats because they are much maligned and they are actually very cute. Uh, pet rats, domesticated. Yeah, I had a oh, rat. Pet rats, they're really nice. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really like them. They're very clean, actually. No, the mice are the dirty ones, I thought. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Oh, yeah, I had a friend who had a pet rat, and it was so cute and affectionate yeah. and smart. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It's just when you see one in the subway, you get grossed out. I don't know why. Yeah. The, you, you yeah. See, in New York City, I believe, has twice as many rats as humans. When you you worried about water. how fast they can dart, and now they're going to dart at you and they're, gnaw they're, on your they're, ankles. They're, they're not, though. They're, no, they're they don't. run away. They run away. Yeah. I think uh, in terms, if we're asking what animal do I look like, I, no, no, I a, think okay. that I look like a cross between a chicken and a praying mantis. Okay, that that's very descriptive, yeah. That's how I think I look. Mm. I would like to say I look like a noble steed <laughs> with a long flowing mane, but I don't think I do. Um but so but rat. Yeah, I really like I like rats. Steve. Uh, let me ask you this, what does it mean a spirit animal? What does that mean? What 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 body what what your your inner self um, feels what, like? Yeah. What Hmm. Steve knows. It's, it's not nothing to do with the Chinese zodiac because yeah. I am. A, I think I'm a dog. Nineteen seventy. I whatever. can see that. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I. Your spirit animal is. I thought a part of like if you took peyote and went to the desert, this would appear. It would be a coyote. It would sure. be a rat. It would yeah, be. But it's a reflection of yourself. Um, mm. Yeah, a dog. Yeah, kind of, right. kind of dumb, but right. never never stops. Wagging its tail. Yeah. Easily pleased. Easily pleased. Uh, optimistic. Optimistic. Yeah. yeah. I right. like dogs. Yeah. I'm down with that. Um, we, are you going to change with, from rat? Yeah. I guess that's not too attractive, but no, I, I just like them. Um, you help me. You know me from sometimes. What what spirit animal do you think I, I think am? a very clean, well-trained, um, oh, uh, socially conditioned rat. <laughs> with with a little vest on. With a little vest on. Okay, if I can be a rat wearing a little vest and a bow tie, like Stuart Little. Oh no, he was a mouse. 
He was a mouse. ratatouille. Yeah, ratatouille. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Okay. That. There we go. Uh, yeah. That's a good that, rat. But uh, what was it? his name? Wasn't ratatouille? Someone's yelling. Uh, Darren's like, uh, his name actually wasn't ratatouille. It was Remy. Um, Remy. I think it was Remy. Yeah. Uh, Hyper Canadian says, uh, "Where is Dan, Bill, and Emily? And who is that filling in as Emily? I love that the a female voice is therefore filling in as Emily. How sexist of you, Hyper Canadian. Not cool." Um, no, uh, Dan is in Canada. He's working on uh, iZombie. Uh, Bill is on, I think he's in Japan right now. And mm. um, Emily is, uh, she is skydiving um, over the city. No, I don't know where she is. Oh. Um, she doesn't seem like a skydiver. No, she does not. I, I was actually at the uh, Griffiths, uh, uh, Griffiths Observatory over the uh, weekend, and there was all this skywriting. And uh, and like it's crazy. Like you normally, when you're in LA and you see skywriting, you're in your car and you're just trying to look up through the windshield to see what it says. But here, there's like hundreds of people just all staring up, and it just looked like nonsense. And it, we realized that it was Cyrillic, and so was it in Russian. It was uh, like Russian skywriting, which I thought what, was so why crazy because it was it. Some Russian guy said, oh, it's someone's wedding. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not a Russian holiday or something. No, no, no. But I thought that was really cool. Like, that in a big American city, you see, like, Russian skywriting that millions of people are looking at and have no idea what the fuck it means. That's kind of cool. You could say some very uh, randy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nobody's going to be, like, yeah, <laughs> death to America. <laughs> 12 Years a Slave was white guilt. <laughs> right. It was Gary Oldman <laughs> was skywriting in Cyrillic. <laughs> he's getting Russian. into character for a movie and he's playing a Russian skywriter. A racist Russian yeah. skywriter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's method. A, a cliche. Yeah. yeah. We've uh, seen it yeah. all too many times. <laughs> <Exactly>. Rush, <laughs> Russian racist sky, skywriter. Just eating like bowls uh, of caviar. Another one of those yeah, coming out this vodka. summer. Ugh. <laughs> I, uh,. In in the throes of uh, whatever I'm going through now, uh, just randomly sat down and watched television, which I don't do. I always plan. I'm going to watch this, or I'm going to binge watch this, and I just turned it on, which I never do. And I caught... I, I, I It blows my mind that they just still broadcast movies, and people go, oh, well, I'll, it started a half an hour ago. I'll just pick it up here. Like, I don't know. It's just still a bizarre concept. To start in, in the middle. To start in the middle. Why? Why don't they just have a button and you play the? Well, they do. That's called on demand. That's called. But I still have some cable channels, and I saw that it was lining up with the beginning of a movie, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie, and it was a movie I'd seen before, and I hadn't seen since in the what theaters. Was it? No Country for Old Men. Oh. And I saw it with new eyes, and oh my god, does it hold up? Like I, I forgot how amazing it was, mm-hmm. and it also took me back to. This comes back to Lance Mountain and the and the poof. I uh, have known Lance Mountain for I had known her for ten years before I we were friends, and I had a crush on her, and I was with a different girl. I was with a uh, I was going through my um, Pilates instructor, former model, you know, lots of like a Barbie that we hung out with, and it was it was not good. And we saw I saw this movie with her, and she hated it because she likes Moulin Rouge and sparkles and shiny things and. Um, and I remember saying, why'd you hate it? And she said, well, it was so violent. And I'm rewatching the movie now going, there's really very little violence in it. It's the 
the threat of the violence. Threat of violence. That, yes. that in the in the convenience store with the, oh, with the so coin spooky. flip. You yes. see um, him use the air gun c- cattle thing to a guy in the beginning, and he mm-hmm. and he chokes a deputy with his handcuffs, and then you don't see a lot of violence. It's just the threat of it, right? Yeah, and it's so tense, like the which to like, me is a, the, a, a testament to the filmmaking that sure. you, you you walk away going, "Holy shit, that was violent." You don't see a lot, right? No, and but and you feel just so tense with when he's swimming in the river and the dogs after him, and just every scene that Javier Bardem is in is just just makes you feel just like mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's great filmmaking. I just binge watch the season of the television show Fargo, which I enjoy very much. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Thornton was, uh, I think, doing his very best Javier Bardem. Good. From No Country for Old Men. Very similar. Uh, but he do a good job. And uh, it's that same thing that tends that threat of violence. Oh, it is so spooky. I know. i just thinking about the Expendables where people have their heads chopped off and arms. You know, it, it becomes cartoonish. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And, but this, this woman I was with didn't get it. And I remember talking to Blance Mountain and she saw it uh, outside of not, we weren't together. And she's like, I loved it. And I remember thinking, why am I not with this girl? Why am I with... So it brought me... Was ba- that the moment that, that you realized you need to break up with the current one? That wasn't the moment, but that, that stuck in my head because I, I have not wanted to hit a woman since then. I just wanted to... I, I just <laughs> Not in the face. Just the, I wanted to punch her in the arm and say, we, I just watched a masterpiece. That movie is a masterpiece. Um, if you've never heard classical music and you heard Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, you'd go, okay, that's... You, you would appreciate it. And she didn't. She was just not at the same sort of mental level as myself. And then I realized Lance Mountain was. And so um, there's a personal connection to that it. Does, it does make in, uh, enjoying things, uh, having that shared experience is, is very important. Yes. I just watched The Returned, that French TV show. I, I Oh, is it good? It's very good. Did oh. you watch it? No, I didn't. I have not seen it. It's like a, I guess, a similar plot to Resurrection, where people who have died come back, um, and and it's uh, so in French. In, they come back in French, <laughs> so they're in hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is pure hell. No, it's a beautiful mountain countryside of France, and and so like there's these two twin sisters, and three years prior. Um, one of them died in a, a bus crash and she comes back, but she's the same age as she was. And so the other one is three years older. Oh. And so th- that dynamic of them, like trying to like reconcile their, their original closeness is that's one of the, the key dynamics. And and that that's giving that happens in the first 10 minutes. So I uh, highly recommend that. And if your girlfriend or boyfriend doesn't, or significant other doesn't like it, you should break up with them. Or punch them in the arm. Or punch them in the arm. You're wrong. And then try to woo Lance Mountain. And then find your own Lance Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Find your own. Poof, poof, poof. Hey, I just checked the Twitter and uh, Tyson asked if I am on Twitter, which, thank you, Tyson. That's well, really apparently nice. you are now, right? Because, oh, we are on our account. I have to admit that this reading these tweets is my very first time. I'm not on Twitter. I'm a bit of a Luddite, but I think that I'm on the Facebook. Helmut uh, is in charge of it. I think if you search for the Giselle show, but also, Tyson, Giselle is spelled with one L, the German way, G I S E L. Oh, that is my fault. I, I posted a tweet. Oh, Marty. Uh, you sorry. should know better. Uh, well, <laughs> well, the 
the times I've sent you postcards and whatever, uh, I, I apologize. Okay. Um, uh, what was I going to do? Oh, I know what I was going to do. Um, we're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands in that mail sack. He said sack. Yeah, that was great. All right, you have a couple minutes, and if you want to send anything to noonerpodcast at gmail.com. First one is from Michael Federico. Mike Federico from Boston. He says... Hey, Murps, I caught an episode of the Game Show 1 versus 100 on the Game Show Network while eating lunch this afternoon and was shocked and delighted to see that our very own Marty U was a contestant. Can you care to tell us of your experience, sir? And has anyone else been on a game show still listening and loving the show? Thank you, Mike. I oh, remember we tried out for game shows. We did. We tried out for that one where it's six people. What is it called? Mind trap or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Smart uh-huh. Alec or something. Yeah. Um, a group of six of us tried out. We had a lot of fun. And so the coordinator from that, she called me and brought me in for one versus a hundred. And it's like you, it, you're answering trivia questions and you're trying to eliminate people. There are a hundred different people answering the same questions and you're trying to beat them. And I, they're so easy. And like, like for example, uh, just like uh, what um, he was the fifteenth president. Or, yeah, no, or who is the 16th president, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold so, on, let, let me get my phone. Yeah. And then, and then if, if the people who answer it wrong, uh, they get blacked out. And then you try to get, beat all 100 of them. And, you know, it, it seems wildly inefficient as a, uh, as a production. Like, you have to have 100 no, people. No, they pre-taped everything. Ah, so, okay, okay. And so the people who are in the 100, if, you beat, if they beat you, they get to, to divvy up the money that you would have won. So it's like, so you're not actually there. Well, but they get it afterwards. You get a call and like, Hey, guess what? You're getting a check. Oh, that's fun. So I wish I, it behooves you to be, or it's, it's benefits you to be in the hundred, uh, because you you do multiple shows and you get to, if you're halfway smart, you get money. But you didn't, you didn't get on. No, I was, I was one of the contestants going against the hundred. Oh, and so it, and I didn't, I didn't know what the colloquial term definition of a whale tail was. You know now. As you grab your... Butt. As I reach to my lower back. Yes. Yes. And so I lost like, you know, $20,000. Oh. I didn't know that. So I would have lost too. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like kind of a... It's the part of your thong that stick up over your pants. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah The yeah, little, yeah. the little mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. black triangle wow. of So, the like, bomb. they were shocked that I <laughs> went out on that. They were just like, we really thought you were going to win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Cause, heartbreaking. Because I also do, did uh, Dog Eat Dog. Do you remember that show? No. It was like a physical show as well as a trivia show. And so, I think I mentioned this before. Like, I, um, so I answered, they gave you a quiz and... Uh, like it's like 30, whatever, it's like five pages of questions. And so I fill it out. And then all the game show con, con, uh, coordinators started like, gathering. And they're like, what do we do? I don't know. I don't know. And then they came to me and they said, um, we, uh, you answered all of them correctly. And no one's ever done that before. And so we think you cheated. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so then they gave me another test and I got them all right. And they said, okay, fine. Uh, like, they gave me, a, 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 they had three different tests. Yes. And then I said, oh, give me the third one just 
Just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles. And I got them all except for the last one, which was, what does LL stand for in LL Cool J? And I did not know that. Everybody that like, one I know. And everybody was like, you don't know that? <laughs> like, Idiot. Yeah. So, um, But I didn't get picked. But I think I think maybe because it's kind of a dopey t- you know, uh, were they show. easy questions? I mean, they're, I, they're pretty easy questions. And the, the fact that, that people didn't, I'm like, this isn't, well, this is that. LA. I mean, there are some, you know, right. Mouth but breathers. Then, so it's around. like, uh, American gladiators versus, uh, meets, uh, you know, a, a jeopardy jeopardy. And, but <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make the cut, man. I was in great shape and I, I like answered everything. I, I was so excited to do this. And then I guess somebody uh, died <laughs> during the shooting of that. No, they like, stopped doing it. Yeah, they stopped doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. They, they, someone reason died. enough. What but. is my, con- my, my, my competitor have died for 500, Alex? <laughs> 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 I one time uh, participated in a game show that was being developed. They, they, they had not decided to shoot it yet, but they was just developing it. And the concept was, was trivia questions, raising money, raising money uh, up on your side. And then the way you get to keep the money is you and your opponent have to agree to split the money. If you agree to split the money and you then write it on your little secret card, I agree, I agree, then you get to split the money. It's if, a classic uh, psychological Yeah, it's experiment. a psychological experiment yeah. because it, when, when you secret, if, if I write that I agree to split, but then my opponent say, no, I want to keep it all for myself, then he get to keep it all for himself. Uh, but okay. if we both try to do that, if we both secretly write, I want to keep it all for myself, then nobody get nothing. Yeah. So you, gotcha. you try, like you either yeah. have to agree, or, but you have to try to agree in a way that your opponent not going to take advantage of your agreement. You get it's kind of like saying? the prisoner's dilemma. Prisoner's dilemma, yeah. yeah. I thought it was very interesting. And of course, I always agreed to share, but I think I'm an open book. Everybody <laughs> see me coming, they say, yeah, she's going to agree, and they just take the money from me. Oh yeah! By the way, LL is ladies love cool. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah cool, James. I, I know. Yeah, no, no. But some uh, Michael tweeted in asking if that's what it was. And yes, you are correct. Um, and then I also did uh, uh, win Ben Stein's money. Oh yeah, and back in the day. Back in the day, and uh, when Jimmy Kimmel was hosting that, and I made him, uh, I made him laugh. Actually, that was because you're in this timed booth, and like I was just, I just made. Was making jokes, but I, I won six hundred dollars on that show. Wow! Yeah, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> hey, what? you guys, uh, Christopher Brown posed a very interesting question. <laughs> he say, "Does Yale University know that game shows are what you're using that degree for, Marty?" They do now, <laughs> oh, because boy. all of uh, because all the uh, people who work at Yale listen to this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. You mail them a copy each week. And oh, yeah. who paid for your Yale degree? Did your um, parents? <laughs> Ben Stein paid for $600 of it. Um, Money well spent, Ben. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm game shows. I, I like trivia stuff. I like that sort of thing. But You're really good at it. I have, uh, you was... We did pub, remember we yeah, did we pub did pub trivia. trivia. We did it twice and we won both times. Mm. You're welcome. I am not good at trivia. Certain things, rarely, but mostly I like to be a cheerleader. I will just have to cheer everybody on. You're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Good cheer. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just I'll I'll tweet to you, yo, and you'll tweet back, you're doing good. Sup. I have to use a completely different app for that. <laughs> 
Hey, Merps. This is from Olivia. Um, I, well, I usually listen to the pod as soon as it's released on iTunes. There were quite a few I still had to get through, and I finally caught up. She has some comments and uh, quest- uh, responses. To Emily, I'm not going to read this in the nerd voice because Steve's just going to make fun of me. I adore you um, even more knowing that you're a pub quizzer. Oh, a pub quiz. Wow. Um, and I, as I, too, attend quizzes at a local pub. And if you're ever in the area, uh, say for a live show in a certain Sacramento comedy club that's boarded by the man and manned by the board, I'll buy you a round and we will slay at trivia. Um, and she saw... Oh, I'll ask you, you know, uh, a weekend ago or so ago, I watched uh, none other than, drumroll, Showgirls, paired with some Four Roses. Uh, thanks for the recommendation, Bill. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It was... An experience. Everybody should have must. You're not allowed to listen to this podcast anymore until you've seen Showgirls all the way through. What's Four Roses? Four Roses is whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't drink whiskey. Yeah. Showgirls, the movie. The movie. Yeah. Well, if you make that your line in the sand, you're gonna lo- lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> well, that's not a good movie. Um, There's a great cut on YouTube. I saw uh, the TV version of Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're topless throughout vast portions of the movie. Uh, plot, inc- oh, yeah, yeah. Pl- you know, narrative points that y- they need to, you know, use the scene. So they just painted bikinis on them. That yeah. does not look like. Oh, they did. Yeah, it's like it's something oh, else. That's really cool. And the way they hide the language is pretty, pretty goddamn awesome. Um, it's one of my favorite things is watching. Scarface on television. On what broadcast. were some of the expletives and, that they used? Uh, forget you, egg roll, and you know, forget me, forget me, forget you. Like a lot of like, <laughs> like, like why would I just just bleep it? Or oh, just let it. Like, well, no, we, but I understand it's broadcast. Know, you can't say fuck more... on on a broad, but just bleep it. We know he's not saying. When you say the f word. It just draws more attention to it. You know. What do you think about the mayor of Los Angeles have said the f okay, word so in we, response to uh, the Los Angeles Kings won the Stanley Cup? Sorry, uh, Chris Brown, and um, the mayor said. Uh, he said, um, Eric said. he said, I know uh, there are two things in politics you're not supposed to do is be caught drinking or swearing. And then he held up a beer and said, but this is a big fucking, this is kind of a big fucking deal. Didn't okay. he say okay. this is a great fucking day? Oh, but this is a great fucking yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he had just said not to drink and swear. Yes, and then he drank the Bud Light in front of, uh, that's the crime right there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Bud, Bud Light. Light. Oh, <laughs> in the blue bottle? Uh, I forget what oh, it was. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> but I think it's great. I love that. I think that I, shows some... I am of two minds. Uh, I don't mind the swearing. And but there I, are kids watching. There were kids, and, and so, you know, that I think he, I think if he's a, he should be just a little more professional because he's a leader and a politician. I don't mind swearing. I really don't. For me, the problem with it was mostly that it was contrived. If it was in the moment and he's really excited and he goes, I can't believe it, it's a great fucking day, then that is one thing. But, you know, he have a three-by-five card and he's that reading, was, you know, was, it, it is a great fucking day. It was too set up. Political. It was big, political. Big Poppy, uh, after the Boston uh, Marathon bombing, spoke at Fenway Park and he got emotional. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is our fucking city. And right, I was right. like, okay, it was that an F-bomb. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and like, yeah. yeah the people had died. The guy's legs were hanging off. It was a, it was a bad moment and this was a celebration of Boston right, and, right. you know, Boston strong and, 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 and all of that. So I, that I forgive. But Garcetti, yeah, it was a little... Uh, Contrived. 
contrived. Yeah. I dated his sister for a few months. Of course you did. Yeah. Eric Garcetti's? Mm -hmm. And all my uh, roommates at the time made fun of me. They said, oh, what's her name again? Betty Garcetti. And then whenever she came up, it was just, how's Betty Garcetti? That's not her name. <laughs> she was awesome. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Olivia goes on. I realize I don't... Uh, Oh, here are her demographics. She's 23, originally from the East Bay, now in Sacramento, graphic designer, and I also provide transcription and formatting for documentary films and TV shows. And fun fact, I hold both U.S. and Swiss citizenship. Pick one! Sorry. Uh, do you speak German or do you speak uh, Italian, French? Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I think your fantastic, slow TV show idea was stolen from you years ago in 1973, to be exact. Um, Humain, trop humain. Yeah, we talked about that in the podcast. Louis Mao did a documentary film showing the assembly of a, a Citroën automobile. Um, and because we, we were talking about doing as a just shooting like uh, 24 hours a day in a in an auto factory, just mm. filming that. Um, and then she sent some t-shirt ideas. We're gonna, I'm going to make that happen. I, I promise. I promise. We're gonna, uh, I'll get uh, that going this week. Um, and then she says, I'm off to Jaws land again. What's Jaws land? Um, oh, that's, uh, 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 what's the East coast, um, Martha's vineyard, right? Uh, but if you get back to me before we can, uh, then we can finalize a design. Okay. Well, that's just business stuff. Um, and then she says, PS, don't worry, Bill, you're not alone. Whenever I manage to work into a conversation up there, it's their time down here. It's our time, our time. My friends appreciate the Goonies quote just as much as Marty did. Um, yeah, I mean, Goonies, we, that's, that's bef after your time and you don't care about it. I didn't see it as a child. I saw it as a, maybe five years ago and I didn't get it. Uh, yeah, I just didn't. I, what, yeah, what I is think this? Richard Donner is not the greatest director in the world. I just didn't get it, but yeah. I, it's not for a, a man over 30 right. to see for the first time. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's for true. a child. Yeah. Your window closed. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was talking about it. Then I saw it and I said, what? Is this? Um, Olivia, thank you so much, and thanks for your patience with, and, and thanks everyone with their patience with the T-shirt. I'm just uh, lame, um, and I hope you have a great vacation. If I don't talk to you before then, Garrett Keens writes in, "Hey guys, missing the podcast. Will you guys are away? I didn't find the last episode with Dan cynical enough without Kruger or Bill. I have some new songs. Uh, um, if, if you want to check them out, a few things though. Last time I wrote in, Marty said um, I look to be around 16. Well, I'm actually 20." I just forgot to change my profile picture because I'm uh, because I'm blind. Oh, uh, no big deal. Uh, below is the link to my SoundCloud page. What? Thanks and uh, for your support and the free funny, Garrett. Uh, P.S. Try playing the newer ones at the top of the list. Um, all right, we'll, we'll take a quick listen to these songs. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Garrett is a musician and uh, did some great songs. And we'll just I'm just going to go through them very quickly. Um. All right, these, these are the ones that were put up in the last week. This is Devil's Dirt, and it's, it has the hashtag acoustic. Walking down the road at midnight It was dark, I could not see right Dirt with the devil 
was late, it had gotten pretty dark. That's some soulful shit, Garrett. Jeez. There's something very Bob Dylan about him. Yeah, yeah. Very Absolutely. nice. That was great. Um, and then we'll just hear a little bit of stars. Also, hashtag acoustic. I can see the stars in your eyes. I don't know how I'm gonna survive. Our minds melting with the tide. Awesome. Thank you so much, Garrett. That if if you want to hear all of Garrett's uh discography, um uh, does that even exist in the No. No. SoundCloud. Uh, yes. Go to soundcloud.com slash Garrett hyphen Kearns. That's K-E-A-R-N-S. And Garrett, keep up the songwriting and singing and keep us up to date with that. Um I'm a sucker for acoustic guitar and voice. Do you have an acoustic? I don't have an acoustic. You just rock hard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the hardest thing to do. I mean, to, to rocking. To, no, to make an acoustic song sound. You know, what is that? Is there World Cup going on? I don't know. You hear that? It's music outside. Oh no, oh. there's something going on. It's like Maybe a ga- it's... There's like it sounds like there's a game show going on in the next. Yeah, yeah. Are you te- are you te- are you watching your yourself on when I, Ben Stein's that's money? What I do after the show. I just, I just watch, watch it old over tapes and over again. You. And I and I've edited out all the wrong answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, there's screaming going on. Yeah, it's screaming. There's something. Oh, but there's no World Cup thing going on, right? Uh, anyhow, um, I actually watched almost half that game. Will you hand me Marty's glass? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. It's delicious. Yeah, there's some some game going on. Yeah, well, when Mexico won yesterday, like I live. I'm in at a, the U.S. game. I don't watch. Mexico. Right, but I live in a pretty Mexican heavy neighborhood, and you, you just the whole neighborhood just sort of exploded. Yeah, you can tell what is happening. Same in my neighborhood. Oh yeah, because we live it's close. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, and hyper Canate Ian. I'm gonna say Canate Ian every time. There's a, no, there's a tweet. On I know, how you but I don't know. It. it then put a D in there. That's what you know. Oh, he. Oh, he wants Canadian, not Canadian. Um, He says, hey, Murps, I always uh, download the show for work, but I'll try to listen when I get a chance. I got a two-week-in, two-week-out job. Oh, I see. Two weeks in, two weeks out. Gotcha. Uh, The last email here is from another Garrett. This is Garrett Hall. And he said, "Uh, I'd like to tell Dan, who berated me last episode, that I don't get to listen to the show until it podcasts, uh, until it posts to the Smodcast website on Thursdays, so I never know um, who is on live. I like Dan very much, and he is both insightful and hilarious. However, he's been gainfully employed, bastard, for a while, and we haven't gotten much of him for um, a long time. Hopefully, we'll get more Dan on a regular basis. Sadly, not until Izam Zombie raps. Uh, Marty, I hope you had a good time with your family. What's the status with the This Morning Show t-shirts, we went through that. Uh, Yes, we will get a hashtag of listless masturbation on there. Um, Oh, and then... What? Oh, you know what? My TV went turned on automatically. I don't know why. Oh, dear. 
Okay, because okay. I hear I do hear a game show in the other yeah, room, yeah. and we were talking about game shows. That is so you weird. You want me to go turn it off? Uh, yeah. Do you mind? I don't mind. Just press the button at the bottom and the middle of the screen. I do, but I cannot move. Okay. Now yeah. you know I'm technologically challenged. So if I'm not back in ten minutes, we'll come after you. I'll send okay. Steve after Call the you. fire department. Uh, so. He wrote us a little ditty, and it's one of the running uh, one of the running gags of the show is giving you shit for being the Asian Eeyore. So I took Leslie Gore's classic song and turned it into "It's My Podcast," and I'll and I'll cry if I want to. Um, I do, and that's from Garrett Hall. That's at Garrett Hall, nineteen seventy, in Abilene, Texas. Um, and uh, I'm not going to sing this. Emily's not here to sing this. I could get the the backing track, but I I just want to go. Uh, uh, just read a couple of the verses here. It says, make bentos for outings, keep cooking all night, watching movies alone for a while, even took my hibachi with me, still no reason to smile. It's my podcast, and I'll cry if I want to, cry if I want to, cry if I want to. You would cry too if your name is Marty You. Oh, <laughs> That's a little too close to home, Garrett. <laughs> I mean, come on, I'm just a man. That's rough. Yeah, but... But true. Yeah. Yeah. Apt. Um, Garrett, thank you for writing that. Um, oh, Darren says England are playing. Is it England is playing? Is playing. I think. No, you know, it's a different thing. Uh, my friend who is from New Zealand is the same thing. They use the uh, collective pronoun for organizations. So the company are having. Okay, I think okay. it's our language here. So. It's a different interpretation. Mm. There's room for all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. England there are, are room for all kinds. <laughs> there are rooms. There are there rooms are rooms for, for all, all kinds. Sk- all's kinds. Yes. Plural possessive. All right. Um, Garrett, uh, thanks again. Both Garrett's thanks and thanks all for the the mail sack. Good to be back. That's at noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, um, yeah, there we go. Um, what? Why aren't you working? Are you closing the mail sack? Oh yeah. Oh, that's over. Don't yeah. you have an outro song? Yeah, closing up the mail sack. Closing up the mail sack. What, what was your question? You said sack. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that that would be... Uh, uh, I'm ripping off uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Sorry. Oh, okay. I saw Scott Ackerman at a party on Saturday. The yeah? host of, of uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Pi- podcast icon. Yes. Uh, and it's he used... Well... This is probably something for off there, but he used to date a friend of mine, and now she's going through like a weird thing in her life, and I don't know whether, like, I don't know the guy, but uh, it just makes you curious, like, do you want to know what's going on with your ex? Huh. How weird. Bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sound like juicy gossip. Yeah. No, it's not gossip. It's just bad. Um, but... uh. uh did you watch the American game then? I did. Yeah. I watched the soccer. Uh huh. How, how did, did like? I was at a party where there are all these guys there who clearly were like some of them were big soccer fans, and then there were people who just like just watch general sports and would just chime in and like just not just not crisp enough. Yeah, like, you've never is... seen a soccer game all the way through. You just shut up and watch. You know. Well, I, I had a discussion with uh, a television person who said it's better now uh, that all TVs are sixteen nine. It's the correct aspect ratio, and it's it's so much more enjoyable to to watch because you can watch the the passes go all the way across. But you can't. It's I I, I flipped it on. It's it, it 
It's a great sport. I'm not uh, shitting on the sport. I played it. Every teenager plays it in America. That's the a 13 year old has too much energy, and you have to have them run around for 90 minutes to to calm them down. But you know the motto for AYSO is everybody plays. Yeah, and I was on a team where the coach said, "If you don't get better, I'm you're off the team." <laughs> really, yeah. you're that bad. Yeah. Well, it's he, a great. It's, he said it to you. He said it to me. I played AYSO. Yeah. I was very thankful for that motto, for that say, because it gave me a he chance to play. Me and the fat kid aside oh. and said, if you guys don't shape up, you're off the team. And I was like, well, at least he has an excuse. He's fat. Like, my excuse is I just suck. Was, but how could, I mean, you, you, it's. Everyone, you can kick a ball. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not the most difficult. It's not cricket. You don't need lots of. No. Uh, and for oh, it is more complex than that. No, I mean, but just to play at a, at a child's level. Right. Yes, you're not. You're obviously not a pro. You're not. You know. Uh, but that's that's kind of effed up, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But I couldn't. I just couldn't enjoy the game because of the way you experience it through television. I was also watching it alone. I didn't go. I'm. I was pre-cleansing, so I wasn't drinking, and I'm not going to go to a bar. And the pre-cleanse then. sounds like a cleanse. Well, you, I don't want to endlessly talk about it. I know we're into our like, third hour of my, I mean, my, well, my bowel movements. When, when you and uh, Gary Oldman, didn't you work with him? Uh, once. Once? Yeah. A long did, time ago. You, when you guys did the cleanse together? We did it together. I, yeah. he, taught, he, he does a, a cigarette cleanse. Um, what was your, what was your uh, safe word with each other? Poof. Uh, cinnamon poof. <laughs> well, that's a good breakfast cereal name. Um, I just I couldn't get into the game because oh, that's Cartman's favorite snack is cheesy poofs. Cheesy poofs, yeah, that's right. Uh, and I love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to love? He's one of the best characters on television. He's terrific. Um, You're breaking my balls. That's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> he make me laugh. <laughs> He hate hippies. <laughs> Who doesn't hate? Ask Cam. Oops, sorry, I pressed. Okay, stop. Th- I'm so glad you said something. Good eye, because I ca- it stopped I ca- for like two seconds. I caught that. Thank you. Yeah, you you might want to put that in a place where your elbow isn't going to knock it. Just as a podcaster to another Whatever. podcast. Yeah, don't tell me how to do my job. Um, were we talking about soccer? Soccer. Yeah, yeah. Then we moved on to your cleanse. No, no I want to go. I want to go back to soccer. <laughs> It all comes back to the cleanse. Oh, Steve is he's hallucinating right now. I don't know. I, am I here? But I thought it, it's not an exciting game on television. I, I know if you're a true soccer fan, you hate me for saying this. And I, I, I'm just a TV baby. And I watched sports on television. And baseball, which is dreadfully boring in person, is great on television. Because you can see the players' faces. There's emotion. There's the pitcher looking at the at the hitter. And the the way the the field is set up, it it's it's good for television. And soccer is not. It's just back and forth, and I can't tell what's going on. But I thought of a fix. I thought, why not just add another ball? Hmm. Just one more ball. Because I was playing pinball it's downtown. I was about to say it's like multi-ball. And I was playing oh, pinball you, with the, the eighty-two. Yeah. So um, there's a bar downtown in downtown LA that has uh, video games and pinball machines. Yes, I went to uh, Lance Mountain's cousin's 30th birthday, which I said, I don't want to go be with children, which is, speaks to, to my age now. But uh, it, she had it at a bar called 82, which is named after the year. 
and it's all 80s arcade games in pinball machines, so and it's a pin, bar. Which pinball machine did you play? Uh, Alec Baldwin, The Shadow. Shadow? Yeah. Oh, that's that not was, a bad one. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, and there's a DJ and people <laughs> like dancing. I the Alec Baldwin pinball machine. Well, it was just like him, like, Hank. punch the photographer, punch the photographer. Yeah. You know, say <laughs> cocksucker, say cocksucker. <laughs> Call your daughter a piggy. Um, it, it was great. It was um, so much fun, and um, I my arm hurt by the end of it. Like I was playing uh, centipede for so many oh, hours. See, I would, yeah. Did they have millipede? I love millipede or millipede or whatever. Yeah. Well, they they rotate great, the games yeah. out, but um, so I great. tried to go back last Saturday pre cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> does, does a cleanse mean also include no pinball? Well, it's, it's no, a, I, it's a processed game. No, I, I had gone a couple weeks ago and on a Wednesday night at about eight o'clock and it was pretty packed for an LA bar. It's, it's big because there's a lot of games there. Right. Um, I also like the fact that above the bar area, they're not. There's no uh, flat screen monitors showing sports. It's they're actually showing Street Fighter that someone's playing. That is so. Awesome. Just, you, while you're waiting to get you know, a beer, you're looking at Street Fighter yeah. that's being played behind you. But uh, we tried to go Saturday because it's all I've been talking about. Like you got to go to 82. It's so much fun. I thought I was going to hate it. I thought it was going to be. You know, I mean, it's all. There were all ages there. Um, you don't feel like an old weirdo. And I tried to go there on a Saturday night, and there was about 300 people in line <laughs> at about uh, 10 o'clock on a Saturday. So mm. everything in L.A. is cool for about two weeks, and then assholes like myself tell a few people, and then forget it. You can't get in. Michael from Germany said, good luck to the U.S. team on Thursday. I Thank can't No, he's taunting us, because we're playing oh. Germany. Oh. Yeah. So, and he, is, is Michael a cinematographer? He, I, he looked like somebody that I know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think so. And Darren pointed out that, uh, yeah, the groups and teams are treated as plurals. Yeah. See, he's the corrector. Good. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yes. It keeps us in line. But what would Microsoft Word say? Would it say are or is? I, I, whatever the grammar check yeah. tells me to do, I do. I don't know. I don't, I don't think about it. Um, <laughs> all right. So do you have a job yet? Me? Yeah. I'm just writing this pilot. Oh, good. When's it due? Uh, I'm supposed to have notes today. Oh, it's very good. exciting. Nice. Do you feel good about it? No, I'm, I'm over it. Uh huh. Is this, um, is this the one that has been going on forever? Okay. Yeah. Well, this at least you're th you're done with it. Who would be your dream cast? Uh, I. Dream cast for any pilot or for this. This pilot? one. Um. The heavy guy who uh, goes to diners, drive-ins, and dives. Guy Fieri. Guy, guy Fieri. Fiori, yeah. Fiori. He, he'd be my dream. Ferrari. I was going to say Pruitt Taylor Vince when you said the big guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Guy Fiori. Fieri. 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 Honestly. Sack. And it's. Sack. <laughs> it's so. It's so. New hashtags. Well, it, when you're thinking about a show or movie, you're always thinking about casting. And, and, and what, what I personally like is, uh, who, who plays Don Draper? What's his name? Ha Sam Ham. Ham. John Ham. Ham. Oh, Ham would but, be so good but, right but now. Not, but not him now. I'm saying I had never. Ham now. I had never. That's a good, that's a good product name, Ham now. <laughs> I'd never seen John Ham before. He is Don Draper. I, a man grew up. And became a full adult, and then became a movie star. He wasn't or a TV star. He wasn't in lot. I, I'd seen him in commercials, and then 
guest starring and then oh oh it's that guy he was a completely new human being in in my mind and i loved that i loved who's this and he's he is the character so it's a cheese ball answer but some unknown who has great skills but you've never seen before oh uh, yeah I, I just because I, I go into oh Christian Slater is in a show and you're watching it and you're like I'm just watching Christian Slater the problem, that you already the problem know, with yeah. that is that executives only want you know known factors they, of course yeah so that you, it's very that's why AMC probably went with with John Hamm but the certain people you know are, are, there's still room for new people to come up you, you they are getting noticed all those guys from. Uh, Silicon Valley. They are not terribly well known before no. they was in that, and they're terrific. I also like Ben Schwartz. He's really funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, I'm, I'm at the point now. In the but pro- I know what you mean. Some of these established guys, you watch them and you say, "You just, I'm just watching them do what they always do. They have nothing new to add to the conversation, the I, entertainment conversation." Yeah, I, I just in the the era of the TV star doesn't interest me. The Oh well, it's it's a guy that just goes from show to show, and he's famous, yeah. and he's the Ted Danson was on a sitcom, and then another sitcom, and yeah. then another one, and he was just Ted Danson. Yeah, I started watching The Walking Dead. I had never seen any of those actors before. Yeah. Some of them were better than others, but I, uh, it, it's that joy of discovery yeah. for the audience. I I, I found this uh, Andrew Lincoln, and I know he's an that, actor. That was he, my mother. She always would think she find them. Like she would watch yeah. Mad Men, and she go, "I find this this John Hamm guy." Right. I discover him in yeah. Mad Men. And meanwhile, <laughs> joy, joy been, of discovery. He's been like you know just hoofing <laughs> it for had, the past yeah. decade, and every casting director knew who he was. It's just finding that right fit. You know, that I mean, George Clooney My mother the was same con- thing before convinced ER. that she had discovered Matthew Broderick because she saw him in one early movie and she goes, that guy's going to be a big star. And so she was convinced all her life that I have discovered Matthew Broderick. Uh, working at a video store, I remember seeing Reese Witherspoon in Man in the Moon when she was like, whatever, 14 or 12. I'm thinking that person's going to be a big star. You discovered her. I discovered her. You discovered her. You're welcome, America. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you've got that going on. We're just going to start wrapping things up. Um, Giselle, thank you so much for coming in. Hey, this was really fun. I had a good time. Would you come back if we invited you? I would love to. Okay. Uh, I, this nice lady down on the tweets, she said she, that she liked me, and I was really touched by that, and that made me happy. J- Jadalyn. Yeah, Jadelyn Liss is a very faithful listener. We love her. Uh, Jadelyn, she say nice. She say she say I love her already. That's what Jadelyn said. Thank you, Jadelyn. That really make me happy. And so, if people want to um, find out more about you, they go to Facebook. That, uh, well, the best one would be that Giselle Show dot com, and that's Giselle with one L G I S E L E T H E. Yeah, T H E the Giselle Show dot com. All right. Um, well, please come back and uh, and thank you again for for filling in at the last moment. Uh, Emily um, was and Steve. Well, basically, I thought I was going to have to do this solo, but Steve pulled his weakened, hallucinating self mm. out of bed to come. Did I in. tell you I'm on a cleanse? <laughs> Wait, guys, we're, much, go, we're going long. How much space do you have on that recorder? Because uh, I got to tell you some more stories. Yeah, do, please do. Right, wrap it up. All right, we will see you next Tuesday. If that fuck, time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. Bop, 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 bop.
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.